I'd use the bathroom on a Zoom call. Oh yeah. In the end, yeah, I did have to. I did make it. Everything was okay. We got off the call, but like I had to question my decision tree after that moment because it was pretty close. And like my office is not far from the bathroom, so there was no reason for me to like not excuse myself early on and use the restroom. So let that be a lesson to you kids. Just be an adult. Just be an adult and say excuse yourself from the meeting. You know what? And if you're a guy and you have a hard time getting it all into the, you know, not getting it on the seat, just sit down to pee. I mean, yeah. Just because or you have to stand up to pee doesn't mean you have to. Control your shit, man. I mean, get it under control. Definitely control your shit. Yeah. But if you can't control your pee, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you know you what I mean. You can sit on the s- s- CD, sweetie. Podcast, and here we are, episode 14, ep- uh, season 3. 15. 15. Episode 15, yeah. sorry. <laughs> 15, season 3, episode 15. It's been a while. Excuse me. It has been a while. We've run into some unfortunate circumstances, oh. which has prevented us from uh, recording new episodes. Oh, yeah, there was a power outage that I thought was a- an outage, but it turns out my I just blew a breaker. You blew a breaker. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> then, yeah. then there was the, oh, yeah, the whole monster truck thing. The whole, like, Impromptu monster truck rally yeah, yeah, that I had. Yeah, uh, I, that you, I didn't realize I had signed up for. Yeah, I mean, there was a massive piece of construction equipment, and it backed over him. And it almost crushed him, which yeah. is which was. I'm glad that he was. Pat was okay. Yeah, everybody was okay. Totally fine. It was okay. The car, not so much. No, and and, uh, and then also we had to just we had to figure a lot of shit out. So right. I mean, it was a lot. It was like uh, the car was totaled. I only wanted to get into it as as much to say thank you to everyone, especially sure. you, Jeff. I want to say yeah, you're, you're welcome, man. In in the moment, even in that day, helping us out so much to uh to to give me rides and give us rides around to to get the rental. Yep. No to, problem. To man. get that stuff. Um, there wasn't a lot of helpful things in, in, <laughs> process, in this process, but yeah. for, relatively painless process. And and shout out to a, a couple, even a couple of the listeners, even yeah. reached out personally, and yeah. and everybody was like supportive and and caring. But yeah. I wanted to say thank you. Oh, to you're welcome, you especially. No Anytime you helped out huge, and and we can never be, we can never thank you guys enough for anybody for to reaching out, for sure. just even just saying like, hey. Look, man, that's what it's like when you're part of a crew, man. Right. You've got a good crew. We got a great, uh, great jujitsu crew, and like everybody looks out for one another. Great when, support system. Great and support system. We're yeah. already back on track. Yeah. Back, you know, we're we're getting back into to the flow yeah. of things. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, um, what are we going to talk about today, Pat? Do you know? Today, uh, we're talking about jujitsu being for everyone. Is jujitsu for everyone? Is jujitsu because we say that a lot, don't right. we? We're like you get your brand new student, you come into into jujitsu, and you know you're not sure if jujitsu's for you. And I've we had tell, a lot of people ask me. Yeah, yeah, of course. And we tell everybody that sure, jujitsu's for everyone. Right, but is it? There's some gyms I think will say no, but I think in our case, sure. what I've been taught, yeah, I think so. You think so? You think I think so. for everyone. It can be. Yeah. yeah it, Oh, wait, there's a, <laughs> that's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the same thing as, as jujitsu for everyone. Yeah, I can't yeah, be. My short answer is no, it's not. It's oh. not for everyone. Okay. But it can be. Okay, okay. You got it. 
Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It can be. But is it for everyone? The answer is simply no. It's not for everyone. Because here's the thing about jiu-jitsu is that, and what separates it from most other uh, martial arts, uh, MMA notwithstanding, because m- mixed martial arts is a combination of all arts, and you know we have striking, we have the clinch, we have kicking, we have the ground, like, and so that's not really a, an, uh, in and of itself a martial art. Right. Okay. It takes it takes a, a several disciplines together to make it mixed martial arts. Right. Right. But realistically, you know, there are very few martial arts that are as demanding mentally and physically as Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Okay. Even though we call it the gentle art, I mean, judo would be one of those that's that's. It is demanding. taxing. It can it be taxing. taxing. Yeah, uh, very taxing on your body, especially judo. Um, but but Brazilian jiu-jitsu is is even though it's the gentle art, it can be it also can, taxing. Yeah, it's and very taxing. I think you kind of know if it's not for you right away, though. I think the taxing. Do you? Yeah, the mental. Yeah, because it has to be somewhat that because there are people that come in one or two days and then can't find the motivation to come back. Sure. Of course. And and, that, and I'm not saying this as a judgment. I'm not saying just admit it. You Just admit it. Like it's not for you. Like you, yeah. because I think there's the taxing part mentally really comes into when it's when it is for you. Sure. Like when it's really for you, it becomes, because then you're like, I want to do it all the time. It's all I think about. I want right. to fucking kill that guy with his jacket yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i fucking can yeah yeah but uh, you start thinking of it that way and i think like that's the but like the, otherwise i don't know i i think people because that's the thing is if if you keep showing up i think it is for you you just have to figure out like how it works for you sure yeah like uh, how yeah. yeah as opposed yeah. to like it can be you know what yeah. i mean like i think jujitsu i think it's i i think it's not for everybody and i agree to you there are there is a there's a segment of the population first of all if it was for everybody we would have a lot more black belts in brazilian jujitsu yeah a lot more brown belts purple belts and even blue belts for that matter true the lifeblood of every gym is the white are the white belts because they're the potential pool of new blue purple brown and black belts right and that number gets a lot smaller as you go up, you know. Yeah. And so yeah, no, yeah. jujitsu isn't for everybody. But I think that there is. I, a, yeah, you're you're talking. You're getting statistics out. Yeah, <laughs> you get a bar graph out. <laughs> you have like a bar graph of like white belts. Uh, let me let me demonstrate <laughs> blue belts. <laughs> let me show you on my chart here, Pat. <laughs> right. But it's. It, I mean, I think it's fair to say that that as a just just there is evidence that it's not for everyone. Now, is there something in it for everyone? Yes. I think that there's something in jujitsu for everyone, but is jujitsu like in terms of its, uh, in terms of the long haul, like in terms of like getting your black belt and, and making it to the mastery levels of jujitsu? No, it's not for everyone. And you're speaking initially, you're speaking about like the people that come and try it out and they're like, and I think a lot of those are people that are either completely unaware of what it is and they're like, they're just curious and they yeah. want to find out and that's cool. And then you have a segment of the population that has like a fantasy land that they used to live in either they come came from a different martial art where yeah. they didn't really have to like they didn't have to spar they didn't have to apply their knowledge right you know in a live environment and then there's the other people that never did any of that stuff but were like i know i used to wrestle my friends when i was a kid and i beat the shit out of everyone right i'll come in here and whoop everyone's ass yeah yeah and I then natural ability right and then i've got a 90 pound female blue belt who you know tied me up yeah you know, right like, right <laughs> just it completely shuts you down like right. may not may not submit you over and over again but just you can't stop them from the amount of times i've been picked up by my collar slammed down by my collar and then choked out with my collar by somebody who is like a uh, 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 like uh, again like you said yeah. 90 pound 
Yeah. Any belt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah right. <laughs> 90 pound any belt. Like it could be any belt, any uh, any uh, genre. I was going to say genre of sex. <laughs> any genre of sex. <laughs> it made you want to go home and cut all the collars off of all of your yeah, clothes. I, was, right? I, like, I never want to wear a collar again. Blue collar, white collar. I don't give a shit. You have like post-traumatic stress from like collars. Only V-necks. Yeah. <laughs> But I, oh, I, I could choke you with that too. By the way, a deep V, really? Oh, yeah. I guess that's what a I guess a, that's what a, a gi is anyway. But any of the any of those, or even like ripping your arm off, like yeah. it, like you can still stand up with them on you. But that, that little bit of hip flex yeah, that they know like, that you don't. Yeah, and your elbows. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think you're absolutely right. Like it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You, yeah. How much and, natural ability? Yeah, and I think there's a lot. I think a lot of those folks are 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 you know again they they they're. You know, right now, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is pretty big. Yep. I mean, compared to where it was even 10 years ago, which is really exciting. And so I think more people are hearing about it. And they're, you know, they're wanting to go out and test their metal or see what it's all about. But, but the people that live in the fantasy land of, like, I, I can kick everyone's ass – and then they come in and get like rolled up. I mean, it really does a good job. Jiu-Jitsu does a great job then of determining like who is who is jujitsu for. Yeah. The people that stick around, they're the people that you want to have. So so that's the philosophy, I guess, of this whole thing. The the answer, the the Schrodinger's cat of this jujitsu of <laughs> it, it, it is jujitsu for everyone. No, but it can be. It of could like be. It, it has something for everyone. It it's it's not saying that Oh, it's not for that person. It's just not for that person's ego. Well, I was going to say this gets into the, like the really like kind of didn't neat... mean a point. Sorry. Yeah, no. It, I mean, you're doing that's twice you've done it now. Yeah. I'm very, I'm... Oh. <laughs> this is getting into the meat of the of the topic today. Is that what what is it that that either makes or breaks somebody in jujitsu? And I argue that it's not physical injury or limitation. It's not. Um, you know, it's not your age, it's not your weight, it's not your physical prowess at the time that you start jujitsu, or even like as you get older and and you lose some of those attributes. It's your ego. Yeah, your ego is what determines whether or not jujitsu is for you. Yeah, and therefore it's like almost as though like jujitsu has nothing to do with it. It has more to do with like what's going on inside your head and how much so, mushrooms you eat. Yeah, and how many mushrooms you consume before you roll. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Pat. Do you have an ego? Yeah. And what does your ego look like? Oh, man, it, like, like as a as a male, Quasimodo. is it okay? Well, the, uh, t talk to a little bit about that. I think uh, it, it does serve a purpose, but it also it's just it's just weird and and just it's it's confusing. It's uh it's mistaken for I think a weirder, worse ego a lot of times, but it's really gentle. It really don't mean your, no harm. Your ego is gentle to it's, you. It's a lot of it. it yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. It's very hard for me to self promote in that sense because yeah. of the self-image but i feel like it does it had i have enough of an ego to as a defensive okay you know what i mean so right so as a defense mechanism yeah you can turn it on and be I like i can turn on my ego and be like what the fuck are you talking about yeah, i'm the yeah. best at the what the fuck yeah, yeah you know i, what I, mean? I like, am the best right i can yeah. turn it on I, it's, it's a very it's like a, it's, i use my ego as a defense mechanism i have it there it's dormant almost maybe more of a jekyll hyde Mm, okay maybe it's a, i like the sense. quasimodo though i like the like you know your how, how has your ego changed since you started jujitsu since i started jujitsu that's i think that's where the confidence comes in 
is okay. it, it's helped my it helped you've me. been able to turn it on quicker right now? Yeah. yeah it's 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 able to, to to flip the switch better sure or okay. easier right right and so you know you could see like there's a great like there's a great disparity between the person that comes in with the ego already inflated like yeah. and, and so here's the thing everybody's got an ego everybody oh yeah and and so when you hear words like oh there's no ego in this gym or there's a that's wrong no. there's a lot of ego always because everybody has one right yeah, so yeah. So that's like when people say they don't want drama. Those are the people that are going to be looking for drama the most. <laughs> right. I mean, it's like the next thing out of their mouth is <laughs> like, do you know what that motherfucker just said? <laughs> and you're like, oh, you just. Yeah, right. And it's and it, I find it it's strange how we like sort of tiptoe, you know, through the tulips in these like topics where we're like, yeah. you know, we're trying to set aside. And I understand some of it's a courtesy. We're trying not to be you know egomaniacal we're trying not to be you know we're trying to keep the perspective yeah we're yeah. trying to we're trying to be grounded in some form of humility and understanding that everybody starts somewhere everybody has good days and bad days and all this other stuff right but that disparity i was talking about we have the we have the people that come in that have very low confidence in themselves mm-hmm. and belief in themselves and then we have people that have a very inflated view of themselves and most everybody else sort of fits somewhere in the middle yeah and the people I find that the people on the end of the spectrum that have a very inflated view of themselves are typically the ones that don't make it, and that's probably true yeah. in a lot of ways in a lot of different areas. But I think most of the time, those folks just can't seem to can't seem to understand why things aren't working out the way that they should be. Yeah, because jujitsu ju- doesn't work that way. It, it doesn't, doesn't work the way you it, ever want it to. That, that's right. <laughs> it works the way it wants to. That's right. You have to understand how it works, and you have to go that way. Sure, because I think it's, I mean, you know, like from a from a teaching perspective, and you've heard me say this, but I'll say this like on the podcast, like the objective in my mind for jujitsu is to learn how to control yourself first. Yeah. You control, learn how to control your own body before you learn how to control other people, you know, from a physical standpoint. But that's, there's also a mental component to it as well. and stuff like that, Sure, sure. And if you don't master that, if you don't master an understanding of, like, how to control yourself, you're never going to be able to control someone else. But the people that, like, come in with, like, a, like, kind of a low self-esteem, you know, an ego that tells them that they're not, they don't belong there. If they stick it out long enough, it tends to, like, help a lot. Do you find that to be true? Yeah, I can I can see that just because it's because it 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 because uh, you don't you're not gonna die, like that's the thing is like it's not the worst it can be, it's it's it it no matter what like even though even if you don't right. belong there, like nobody's gonna kill you even if they have the biggest ego in the world like you can have those guys that like if I found like the less sometimes you engage the more like even those people that are going like a hundred and ten percent will have to be like acknowledged like hey are you like <laughs> you have to find a way but also you, this is the safest way to do it i think i think in my sense like i even having that low self image of kind of thing of like well i don't like i don't deserve there's still that ego no matter what i think you're saying everybody has it there's still that thing of like well this guy's not going to fucking dab me sure like still like yeah. you can you can throw me around you can do whatever i'm going to find a way to try to beat you right exactly so like it's it's kind of it, it can bring out that ego and i think that's the same thing like it's marvelous yeah. yes and you know i think I mean? you know you you hit on something interesting where you're kind of like in in a jiu-jitsu match you are you can rope a dope right like in yeah. boxing where you pretend you're kind of like you're kind of like out of it but not really cuz you bait right, them in right, to come right. in and then you crack them a good one yeah. you know um, and that's like so that stuff's been around in the fighting arts for forever, and jujitsu is no different. Although we tend to like, we tend to shy away from it. There is a there is a very like psychological component to jujitsu that helps with the leverage game because mm-hmm. jujitsu is, excuse me, Brazilian jujitsu in particular is designed specifically to use leverage. 
so that uh, a smaller, weaker opponent can defend themselves and defeat a, lar- a larger, stronger opponent. Mm-hmm. And so, but part of that game isn't just your physicality; it's your it's your it's your ego, it's your and it, your mental aptitude for for jujitsu. It's a will, su- will to survive. There's so, like there's yeah. something even if it's just it whittles down to that. It's like, the eye of the tiger. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. God damn it! You're talking, you. about You're talking about rope a It's the eye of the tiger, yeah, right? right. Yeah. It's the will of the fight. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Rising up to the challenge of our rivals. <laughs> Even if it's your will to live, of like you saying, like I deserve, like you, 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 as as less or as little as you think of yourself, no matter what, you know you don't. It's not some of that is just mental. It's not your actual true self image. Right. Like it's not truly what you really think of yourself. It's maybe a projection right. of what you think right. other people think. And it's it. The it, best thing about jujitsu in my head and in, in my mind is the fact that I get out of my head. I don't necessarily think yeah, of that. Exactly. I am thinking like so then at the end of it I go, Well, I like like I did it. I'm alive. I'm a I'm alright. Yeah, and you feel good. I feel great. Right. I feel great. Right. And and also like I like none of these people like it this sounds it's this sounds bad. None of these people are better than me. And none of these people are like worse than like we're we're just all different people. Yeah, and you're at different like, that's spots. It. Yeah, you're at different spots in the journey, and that's it. Right, and like the and I think that helps me. I have that perspective, but the the less I have that meditation in a sense. Yeah, it it, it I don't have the the I can't recalibrate and kind of get back mentally. Like like we're we've talked in the past, and we'll get into it in future episodes about like jujitsu. Like a lot of people go, oh, that's my therapy, or this is better than sure, therapy, sure. or this. Yeah, it yeah, it yeah. does. It should not replace that. I'm I'm saying it's more of the meditation of that sense, having that recalibration of like of my ego. Sure, a recalibration of like what's really what really should your ego serve you? And it's survival in my sense. The way I sure. my spirit animal is <laughs> is the turtle. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's it's survival and it's also like like kind of frustrating your prey your your predator yeah. and then turning them into prey right or for them to just leave you alone or for them to reach in there because yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're a snapping turtle now yeah. stop it now i got this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> I'm and i think it's true I, I think it's you know those there's the the that instinct to survive instinct yeah yeah is is like your i mean there is the the ego component and, and again like i am not you know in terms of you know psychology and like you know all the elements of of you know how your brain functions and and why it does the things it does and especially in terms of the ego i am not a professional i can only speak from the experience that i that i have in this and that is to say that like you the ego part where it tells you that you are that it, it's either telling you that you are not good enough or good enough you know that balance in there you know, the more you do jujitsu, the more you recognize that you do belong yeah. here. Yeah. And I can also say that, like, for a lot of people, the most important component of that of jujitsu is to say that, like, th- that the hard part for the day is over. You know, whether you're taking class at night or the, in the morning or whatever time you're doing it, like, you got the hard part out of the way. You have grown adults who are training in jujitsu, and they are trying to kill you or simulate killing you. Right. Yeah, not not actually trying yeah, to kill you. Yeah, but they but they are right. <laughs> and you get through all that, and then everything else seems possible. Right, everything else seems doable. And so for your ego, you're like, huh, 
I just got that done today. Right. That's what should be on the wall. Anyone can belong here. Yeah, anyone could belong. Anyone here. could belong here. Yes. Grammatically correct. Grammatically. Do you mean grammatically? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> grammatically, yeah, uh, correct. Uh, yes, anyone could belong here because you have you have the ability to keep your ego calibrated. Because that's why I say anyone it jujitsu can be for anyone because everyone has an ego. Yeah, yeah. You know what the only you know what the downside is though. Hmm. The downside is this: is that you had a really good day on the mats. Okay. And you can't share it with anybody. Why? Well, you can't really. You can come home and tell your wife, and she's like, "Oh, and good." She, yeah, she won't care. Yeah, she'll she'll kind of go like she she asks how it, she goes. First of all, she calls it juju, so that makes me feel very uh, feel it kind of it makes it, it feel it, like little league. It minimizes my. <laughs> <laughs> how was playing wrestling with your friends? You know? It was fun. Oh, uh, we had some. Somebody uh, brought. Ju- I, 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 I knew I, it was coming. Go I do it. Come home with zebra cakes the other day. <laughs> Shout out to Luke. Shout out to Luke. Luke. He brought zebra cakes for everybody the other morning for bringing snack time. I yeah. forgot it was my week to bring snacks. You so, did. So yeah. Luke brought in. Luke's mom zebra. brought us zebra cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of that. She calls it juju, and I came home with zebra cakes. She's like, "Where'd you get zebra cakes?" I'm like, "Class." <laughs> Luke's Luke brought in a couple boxes for everybody. He said we could have them. <laughs> It wasn't even his birthday. It wasn't even his birthday. Mom bought him for him. So, but she asked how how it went, and I and I I realized like I could tell her, oh I got this fucking I took this person I got yeah, this yeah. back yeah and she doesn't understand yeah. doesn't make any sense and, to her right. but I'm like and, and reasonably cakes, so she yeah. understands yeah zebra cakes I got she right. wants good bad you know what I mean sure sure did you have a good time and she cares about you wants to know how things went how was fun time yeah and that was all good yeah. you know like. But here's here's like kind of like the here's kind of where I want to take, uh, you know, the the point of today's episode is that I was like, I'm wondering if we can't just spend a little bit more time relishing the victories of the day. I yeah. You, do, do you know what I mean? Because the people that you would want to share those victories with are other jujitsu practitioners. But we tend to like not say anything because we don't want to be you. Uh, n- don't get me wrong. You never want to be the person that submits somebody on the mat and then brags about it after class. I learned about to, that. Yeah. I, I accidentally did that, but I was more talking about like, oh, I, there's no way that happened. You thought I was humble bragging. What? About somebody like getting something on some. I can't even oh. remember who. I, I honestly can't. Remember I don't who remember it was. this, but I, I, but you told me you're like, yeah, that's yeah. That you, don't, you don't usually do that. And I was like, oh, whoops. Like I, I didn't right, mean right. to. Well, here's you know what? It's funny. The 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 best way I found to do this to handle this is from one of our other students who's a, a purple belt of mine. His name's Justin, and you know Justin. Love Justin, great guy, great dude. And here's the thing: he's the best. He's at least to me has found the best way to talk about having a good day. Cause okay. he'll sit down and he'll say, you know what? Today was a really good day. And I'm like, awesome, man. So like what happened? Right. So like, what did you do? And he'll talk about the things that he wanted to execute or wanted to do and did it successfully. Oh, he doesn't yeah. mention names. He doesn't yeah, like, yeah. he's not like, Oh yeah. I mean, I, Oh yeah. That thing guy with, over there, the new guy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I totally, totally fucking wrecked his shit. You right. know? No, no. It's like, he's just talking about like the fact that, you know, he really wanted to focus on this position. He got it three times during the day, you know, and then he asked questions about like, you know, same. Yeah. Yeah. What can you do to improve it or whatever? And it's just, it's very cathartic. I think it feels good um, to be able to say like today was a good day. Yeah. You know, I say a lot of times I ask people, a lot of times during guard passing day, because you don't want to go like, oh, I passed his guard. I you know, you're not <laughs> right, like, right. You're, it's more of a. I always ask, uh, how is are you? A ha- was it a hammer or or a nail day? day right. You know, which one? Like yeah. how? 
do you was it successful kind of thing but almost in that same sense because i i didn't realize like I, you know i'll talk about it with the person after the role like if i'm oh man that arm bar was really good or i, oh, I almost had oh, sure, with this I thing. Do that, yeah but like but after that unless i can talk to that person about that match in particular you know that sure, <laughs> that role sure, or whatever sure in particular and it's usually in in my sense is usually complimentary saying like oh you almost had me with that that was a lot of fun but that, I, I i never i think it's even the ego thing I, even afterwards it's it's not necessarily like yeah i fucking yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm never that guy necessarily sure. but it is in justin's sense like was it how can i gauge progress how can I gauge? Sure, and and how can we all share in the victory of your hard work? And how can I explain to somebody like you're you're not somebody that's like going, hey, how was Juju? Did you have a juice box? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Did you get a zebra cake from Luke? You actually yeah. will know if I almost got a triangle that day, and I I, I did it this way. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can not only help me with yeah. that, but also say like, oh yeah, that's good. That that was a good instinct. You know, you're not the percentage rate from that angle is not going to be great. Blah blah blah. Like you have perspective in that sense. Sure, for, of course. So of course. you want to have a way to to say I had a good day and here's how, but not here's who. Well, that's exactly right. And I right. think it's I think it's really it's cathartic on both ends. So when you have when you're when you when you have the nail day when you're the nail. Yeah. Like it's really good for you guys to say I got hammered today. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Here's the thing. It's super important for you to share with the group. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. your experiences in jujitsu because it helps everybody out. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's nothing worse than false humility. There's nothing worse than like the, you know, like, oh, no, no, really, I'm not that good. You know, and like when you were clearly somebody that's, that's, yeah. you know, was on fire today and just tore everybody up. Yeah. Right. Shut the fuck up. We yeah. all, every, there's multiple times right. where we, everybody looked like, went like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, over yeah exactly. <laughs> like, it, like, in your fucking corner. <laughs> yeah. What the hell did you do? Right. Exactly. Right. And nobody wanted to roll with you. That was like, because yeah. you were killing everybody. Yeah. You were on fire today, man. Yeah, so, yeah. And we want to be able to share in that, like, because, because th that's, what we're all doing there like we are it's not about it there the jujitsu itself is a very individualistic uh pursuit it's not a team sport right in the mm -hmm. traditional sense but iron sharpens iron so everybody that like gets better or has a terrible like you are contributing to somebody else's jujitsu that day and it's a really really important part and i think it's it's important for us to share that stuff when we're off the mat right you know you know, when it's roll time, when it's drill time and so forth, we're focusing on ourselves and we're doing our jujitsu. When we're rolling, we're focusing on ourselves and we're working on our game and we're trying to improve ourselves and so forth. But at the end of that, you guys should be able to talk about because there's more more insight. There's yeah, more there's, insight. There's more it, insight, right? There's more to yeah, there's you're more to like perspective. Exactly. Exactly. There's more things to think about and talk about in terms of jujitsu, like what what went well, what didn't go well, like how did this person do this? Like and so like when Justin's like, I had a good day today, I'm like, Hell yeah, tell me about it. Tell right. me about the good day. Like what what happened, what worked. Especially that... if it's a class day, not just like a guard passing day or something like that. You have you have a personal stake in how his day went in a way. Oh sure. Well, what if he was a, trying to do the class move all yeah, day. Yeah, like personally, then like if I can, you know, just be, uh, you know, as an instructor, right. like I'd like hearing about this stuff. I want to hear yeah. about like how I I try and ask as many people as I can. Well, how was your day? Like you know, how was class today? Like you know, those types of things. I like feedback. It's important because it changes the way that I teach and so forth. But but. I like hearing if I hear about problems, then we can we can help solve them. And if I hear about really good days then I'm like, shit, that it's working. That's yeah. good. Like, yeah. that's that's what yeah. I want to hear. Right? I, that would be so funny. Shit. 
It's working. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, I didn't think Jeff it was going to work. Black belt. Yeah, I'm like, shit, it's working. Yeah, it's working. <laughs> We're going to come for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, it, and I think that goes for every instructor. Like, it's, I know, like, you know, they, they can, it can be intimidating, but, like, it's really important for them. It's really important for them to hear that, like, what they're teaching is helpful and useful and, yeah. and it's, they're doing a good job, you know, yeah. because it makes them want to go get better and keep doing it you because know? even if for some reason even if this person doesn't necessarily speaking of egos <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no but that's a, it's important because there there is a it, like i said i feel like the will to survive like you saying your life has value yeah is is an ego in a yeah. way like that that everybody it, has to yes, have an ego you have one right. you, you have to or you will fucking die. You, you just, right. <laughs> because you ha- will have no, there's no reason, if you have no ego, there's no reason no, for you No will to live, right? There's essentially no soul. You're gone. <laughs> Bye-bye. Right. You can use it for good. I want you to, yes. And you want, you want it to be, and it is an overinflated ego that becomes a problem in any say, and, and whether it sure. be positive or negative. That's right, because you start, what you're doing is you're replacing opportunities to learn new things with excuses. Yeah. yeah. And and that that is a false sense of reality and a false sense of security, which is where the failings in a lot of like especially self defense, you know, martial arts, where there it's like you know gun and knife defenses and you know mass attack scenarios and this is where you, you know this is where you get a lot of people who believe that because they took a six week course or uh, or a twelve hour course from you know sensei master yeah. you know. <laughs> Who's that guy? Who's the 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 funny guy? Master Ken. Yeah, Master Ken. Yeah, he took a Master Ken seminar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess funny. I, I think it's funny, but guy's fucking still not a great. You know, maybe not the best martial. But art, he doesn't you know. try to be. Right, but right. Uh, but but like but actually like all the other guys that like have like their no touch defense. Like all these people that believe that drink the Kool Aid and believe that they are now dangerous weapons. And you have to be careful because if you're somebody that's looking for martial arts experience, if you're hearing I can get you really good really fast. Just don't fucking if do it. It sounds too good to be true. It is. It is. That's right. In That's right. every scenario. Almost every scenario. Yeah, I mean, I can't. Yeah, every scenario. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. If it's you want to get really good at stuff, and you, even with natural ability, it still yes. take it a time. That's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And I and I agree. So and 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 so for you know as we wrap up this like this topic, I say like, honestly, guys, like take this time, take this time to use to to acknowledge that you have an ego, that you're not ego free. And if you're if you're siding in this like, you know, sort of like low vision of yourself, remember this too, this is, is super important, is that what other people think of you is probably not anywhere near what you think of yourself. Don't worry about it so much. Yeah. Just just fucking just go for it. Right. Just go for it. And we acknowledge that like everybody here has, you know, in, in every environment, but in this particular case for jujitsu, we know that you have an ego. Yeah. And I know that like either your ego was it was um was uh, nurtured today by having a really good day or it was bruised because you had a really bad day yeah or you know you say you were the nail not Which the hammer or your your ribs were bruised also <laughs> or you got <laughs> <laughs> or you you got physically yeah if you're actually bruised <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so but take that opportunity to share it because there's a catharsis there and there's mm-hmm. an opportunity for learning and understanding that takes your jujitsu that much further right so i'd say like is jujitsu for everyone nope but it could be for everyone so this takes us to our uh next topic which i think is a, a really good one what's happening in jujitsu well, well, i've got a couple of great things to talk about today i have one in particular i took I your can't. 
nice. I can't wait to hear this. This is uh, directly related, show related. I have uh, recently watched uh, a, a key match. You a, started watching matches. I started watching matches, but I, one in particular that I would like to suggest to people it was uh, it's Gilbert Burns versus Tommy uh, Lang, uh, Longacker or Langacker. I think this is a this okay. is somebody who is apparently very very well known. And I I'm I'm just see this is the thing. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it was actually your fault. That one was. 100%, man. I think Who it was puts your, a cord that close to my it was, cooler? It was your drinking, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to talk about your drinking. <laughs> this is the intervention now. <laughs> Let me pull, get to my letter. Uh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yes. I, I'm, about this match. I'm more of so the most what, of the. What was the show? Will you tell everybody where the, it was? Oh yeah, it was Polaris. It was the actual number was it was Polaris Professional Jiu Jitsu Invitational, but it was Polaris Twelve from 2019. Okay, from 2019. So it wasn't that long ago. No, no, it wasn't that bad. I, and, and so this is the thing: the only gi matches that I had really watched were have been like um, uh, stuff from like grappling industries that I started following when I was getting ready for the competitions sure, and stuff like that. Sure. I see now why, and I'm very happy that I took your suggestion because once you start looking into specific types of jujitsu or or like others are like really high level grappling. Sure, and you're talking like the difference between gi and no gi. Gi and no, yeah. Yeah. I'm watching I've so I started I would watch a lot of like super fight stuff. Uh John Jones versus Dan Henderson cuz it's exciting. It's exciting yeah, and yeah, I know yeah. th- and I know, you know those who people. they are. Yeah. I don't know a lot of uh, strictly grappling professional and I'm learning a lot more now. I'm yeah. be- some yeah, since I'm going into it. Yeah, and they're good. Yeah. Like like you said like you said Gordon Ryan and a lot of these people or people start talking to me about these people and I'm like I don't know who that is. Yeah, right? I, don't, I don't fucking know who that is. Practice jujitsu. I have no yeah. idea who you're talking about. So, yeah. but so, but I'll watch like uh, a grappling match between like Jack Hermanson just recently uh, wrestled or, or grappled with uh, Chimaev or something like that, and they're like just they're fighters. But right. th- this is this was like so I was introduced through Gilbert Burns to this this Tommy Langacker guy. Yeah, but the jujitsu that these two guys were doing right. was like. God damn it! It was a spitting image of the jujitsu, and, and a lot more efficient, a lot higher, like level, better pace. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. Higher level, but the same fucking jujitsu that I that we goddamn do on the mats every, every week. day. Yeah, every yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, every week, yeah. every day. Yeah, just about. Yeah, every so day. It, yeah. It, it was it was so cool to see how different the high level gi stuff was because I've only really seen a lot of high level no gi stuff. Sure. And that was insane. So I'm I'm really excited to learn more about Tommy. Sure. And also any other, you know, if anybody else has other gi matches that are good with uh, well-known fighters and unknown people, because that was the coolest thing. I'm not going to give it away, but the result may surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like, there's, you know, and once you get start going down that rabbit trail, you're going to find that there are people that you gravitate towards that you really enjoy from a professional standpoint. I have my jujitsu heroes that are, you know, in terms of like the, the on the global scale of things that are unknown. They're not like they're not known as star athletes, but in the world of jujitsu, they're star athletes. You know, they're right. they're amazing. And everybody, you know, everybody knows who they are. And you're going to start going down that rabbit trail, which is really exciting. Yeah. And, I'm excited to learn more about them. Like, yeah. And you'll find that you, as you watch these matches, especially especially in the gi, that you're going to start to recognize you'll start to see a pattern of like. You know, again, like we were talking about in the last episode, the, it's it's the the execution of fundamentals. 
every time. You right. know, you're going to watch it over and over and over again, and you'll be like, damn, like, you know, they were they were really up on that. They were, they had it mastered. At you one know, point, a, a lot of close guard stuff, a lot of, close like, guard, yeah. a lot of, like, where, like, grip breaking. Grip fighting is, like, like, a huge, I'm yeah. like, Jeff's going to fucking jizz his pants over this. He's going to love all his fucking hand fighting. <laughs> but it's a great match. You can sure. just watch two elite grapplers. Sure, yeah. Do the stuff that you love to do. Yeah. At a way better pace and a way better <laughs> level. <laughs> so I highly suggest taking well, Jeff's advice from a, a couple weeks ago, but that's personally yeah. what's going on in yeah. my life. Watch, watch matches. There's lots of them available for you on, on YouTube. I mean, starting, I mean, years back to up to now, like lots of like recent stuff that's been going on in the, you know, the IBJJF and other, like other, you know, competitive shows that show gi matches. Watch no gi matches too are cool. A lot of people gravitate towards no gi matches because they're a bit more fast paced. I do too, yeah, but it's, um, it's but not, it's really as cool. Like yeah. the elite gi shit is so good. It really is. Yeah, it's, it's really, really good. good. Yeah, it, it's exciting to watch and especially if you are yourself a practitioner, like you're going to get a lot out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, really exciting, man. So, um, what about with you, buddy? Well, two two things that I want to focus on today. One is that Andre Gaval just got, uh, just got put into the ADC uh, Hall of Fame. Oh, nice! Yeah, which is pretty, which is pretty fucking awesome. Um, and for those that, that of our listeners that don't know what the ADCC is, it's the Abu Dhabi, you know, Combat Club. And so, like, this is this is kind of this is kind of like one of the pinnacles of jujitsu, right? Being a champion in, in ADCC, and he just got inducted into the into the Hall of Fame. So, so whether you're an Andre Gaval fan or not, I mean, the guys, and this is the the head of Atos. In my opinion, the guy's, you know, definitely put his time in. You know, he's he is, deserves the respect. And uh, so congratulations, to Andre. That's awesome. That's yeah, yeah. a big deal. I think I would like to be uh, inducted into really any kind of Hall of Fame, except for, like, maybe, like, Worst Lover Hall of Fame. Like, <laughs> I feel like really, even though, uh, like, even though my ego is pretty much in check, like, I don't want to be, like, commemorated for how bad I fuck. Yeah. But I, anything else I'll take. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I think everybody's gotta have goals. I'll take worst friend. I'll take yeah, <laughs> best yeah. friend. Yeah, best boss, worst boss, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, I think yeah. you. Yeah, I think that's good. All right. So <laughs> there's an uh, there's one run. It's running around, uh, especially like in you know in social media circles. There is a as for for jujitsu practitioners. I should qualify this as not. Um, there's a, a a gal by the name of Betty Broadhurst. Um, what who, an awesome name. Yeah. You know, yeah. We'll check this out. Um, she receives her jujitsu black belt in her 60s at, oh, yeah, uh, at, at the yeah, World's yeah, Masters, yeah. IBJJF World's Masters, and um, you know this is just this is just an incredible story, and it and it goes to uh, kind of what we were talking about today is jujitsu for everyone. Here's somebody who started her jujitsu career in her 50s, and um, you know, and she's a competitor, and she has been, and she's you know, according to like according to the stories, you know, she's she's taken a lot of defeats. You know, over the yeah. years, you know, got, you know, got a lot of, uh, got a lot, has a lot of competition experience. And this year at Worlds, uh, Masters Worlds, she took double gold. Nice. And her professor gave her her black belt on the podium. Uh, and there's a picture of her crying. And it's just so compelling. You got to be careful with that. She could get weak knees and fall off. You got to be careful. <laughs> you better be there to catch her, buddy. It's just, it's, it's just such, you know, it's tears of joy. Yeah. But it's just so, like, it's so, it's such a compelling story. Because it's it speaks to like you we as as practitioners we understand by looking at that picture how much 
she's put into this, how much she's suffered for this, how much she lived before that, and how well that's a great question, yeah. right? I mean, it brings up like what takes, and I and I, you know, I would like very much if we can reach out to her to have her on the podcast at some point. Yeah, because I would love to know what got her to the point in her fifties to start jujitsu, and then how old become. Is she now? She's in her 60s. I don't know how old she is specifically. That's good. And that's good pace, too. That's yeah. That's a good yeah. clip. Yeah. I mean, that means she hit it hard, right? Yeah, yeah. She started training and, like, didn't didn't quit. And I got to be honest with you, um, you know, this, it's it's such an inspirational story. But, but you know, we get, an, uh, we get an idea of, like, what it takes. Here's the thing. She's now in her 60s a world champion. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's, and that's why... Jiu-jitsu is for everyone, or can be for everyone. Could be, can be, yeah, can it be can. for everyone. It's not for everyone. It is because let me ask you this: what? how many, how many You're of her right. contemporaries, how right. many of her contemporaries at at in the age of sixty or in her early sixties can say that they've earned a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and just walked off the mats as a double gold world champion? Yeah, I mean that's a very narrow window, Jeff. <laughs> uh, not a lot. I would exactly. Say, yeah. Yeah. So right. is jujitsu for everyone? Nope. I mean, double gold. What if they got one gold? Is that not, <laughs> is that not impressive? Got- <laughs> <laughs> they got silver. You're like, they're bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, second place is the first her loser. Co- her coach had the black belt out, but <laughs> it's like silver. And you're like, silver belt? <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Throws it away. <laughs> no, this is still your belt. Just come and get it. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> you can pick it up off, Worst off coach the floor. Ever. In fact, I don't even want to be associated with you if you that's, get silver. That's Bizarro Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a lot of hair and no beard. <laughs> I I'm just like, you know, you guys should look into the article and, and read it. Yeah. It's you know, it's a brief, but it's you know, and if you get a chance to shout out to her on social media, do so because it's such it's such an inspirational story and it and it's so compelling, but it speaks volumes about like the the power of jujitsu. Yeah. And um and just and if you are if you're able to like if you're able to get, you know get to that point where in, in your life where I, I I can only assume that something was missing yeah and she's like jujitsu is going to fill that gap yeah and and, and to and to realize it at that that's and that's why it's very important I will I will probably say have I'll say before we have her on the show because I, I'm not even going to say if before we when, do have her yes, on the show yeah, yes uh I will I will say confidently beforehand she probably did some kind of exercise ahead of time. Probably. And or had her ego somewhat in check at that time and was looking for something. Well, that's just it, right? I mean, there had, I mean, yeah. I, I can only assume, we, should, we shouldn't assume, but I can only assume that this is somebody that was, you know, well-established in life, had her shit together, you know, has a lot of experience and maturity behind her and then, you know, and then made this decision, this conscious decision to go into this gym and start training. Yeah. Um, you know, I think is, you know, it would be a really great, great story to hear. Yeah, from. So, I'm excited. I'm excited to have her on. That's yeah. what I've got. So, so shout out to Betty. Shout out to uh, Andre. You yeah. know for getting his, you know, for getting inducted into the ADCC Hall of Fame. Right. Um, all right. So, well, it, that brings me to my next question. Uh, speaking of Hall of Fame, uh, what's on your turntable recently? Oh, Public Enemy. Oh yeah. Yeah, Public Enemy's on my turntable hmm. right now. Any song in particular, or any record in particular? <laughs> it's so it, it's really so. Um, hmm. Great question great question i don't i here's the problem is that all of their records for the most part mean something to me and in, in, in one respect or another mm-hmm. but i think it's just the sound of public enemy 
that I'm that I want to like convey. Well, I've heard of Public Enemy. Sure, I'm familiar with them. Sure. Know the hits for sure, and sure. some of the deep cuts. But for me, Public Enemy is a problem because of Flavor Flav. I'm asking you, as a Public Enemy, somebody who's uh, sure. suggesting them. Uh, uh, what, how how do you defend Flavor Flav? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I have an answer for okay, this. Okay, okay, okay. First of all, like if you're listening, if you want to find like the, you can listen to any of the records in the catalog, but start at the beginning. Oh yeah, start at the beginning because like there's there's so much. Uh, it, recently, uh, I've been listening to Music Sick and Our Message is the name of the record, and it's just it's just a great record, and I I really enjoy the 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 music on it, the songs mm-hmm. on it, but. How do I defend this 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 relationship that they have is pretty simple is that like every single one of us and we you've actually talked about this on the podcast has that friend who's a complete fuck up <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> and for some reason we are and we don't hang out with them because they make us feel better about ourselves we hang out with them because there's like there's some sort of bizarre connection you have with them. Yeah, yeah. That like you know them better than everybody else. Yeah, that's old. Uh, d- that's old Tony. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like you know, like you don't know Tony the way that I know Tony. Yeah, right? yeah. So therefore, you're like Tony's a good guy. Yeah, Tony's. <laughs> sure, <laughs> he pissed in your bushes. Exactly. So what? He's a good guy. Leave right. him alone, dude. He's yeah, got you, kids. Yeah, he's got kids. You don't even know Tony. You don't fucking know Tony. <laughs> that's okay, exactly I get, right. Okay, yeah. I get you. Yeah. Yeah, and so like you they've know, always known him. That's right, and like, and the thing is, is that because you have access to Tony, Tony gifts you, not everybody else, just you, the keys to the city. I guess right. Tony gives you like he gives you the insight into like what's up. Yeah, fuck me, I don't need to know about how valuable Flavor Flav is to the group. That's right. He's he's valuable. Exactly. He's Flavor Flav. Don't worry about it. That's right. (laughs) That's my problem. See. That's the best way I, to put it. I get it. You don't need to know. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I, I totally get it now. Yeah. There you go. Please. I, I, I apologize. This is the first ever contested turntable, but I, I That's apologize. right. I like it. It's perfect, man. I love it. So that's so so listen to Public Enemy because it's Public Enemy. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you've not listened to to the way Chuck D writes lyrics and the way that uh, like Terminator X made beats and like the and Flava Flav, the what what he contributed to this Hype like man. Yeah. Hype man extraordinaire. Yeah, and and rapper and producer and so on and so forth. Like he's able to like just listen to the the records. They're 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 eye opening to say the least. But they are my favorite um, you know, hip hop punk rock band. Because I, I, to me, Public Enemy is a punk rock band. I was, and yeah. I will also give a pre, uh, a uh, a posthumous explanation. I w- did only listen to probably the greatest hits, maybe, or and okay. I, maybe they don't have. So maybe I need do need to delve into the albums in particular. Yeah, listen to the records. It, they, yeah. they'll, they'll be particularly they're they're very poignant in terms of like where they exist in time, in the in the in culture at that time. And so those records are a reflection of that. And I think like as a catalog, it's worthy to listen from the beginning to the, you know, to the up to date. Yeah. Right, to the yeah, most yeah. recent. In order. Like In the, order. Again, yeah. the way yep. that. Yep. Agreed. So um, uh, this brings me to my turntable. I'm sorry. Did, did you want me to ask you what's on your turntable or are you just going to go ahead and jump on this? I'll like, just go ahead and just let you know. OK, well, here we go. I got stuff on my turntable, too, pal. <laughs> it's not all about me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. OK, so what's on your turntable, Pat? Ah, I got you anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, well, uh, uh, Ruby by Kenny Rogers. OK. Well, it's Ruby. Don't take your love to town. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the song. I am very familiar with the song, and I'm going to tell you why. But go ahead first. Yeah. Uh, like we had discussed at the beginning of the show, I was in a horrific car accident where I was smushed and <laughs> trapped in my car for hours. <laughs> my life was barely 
So which I gotta make it interesting after the fact. <laughs> yeah, like like we can't you can't do that because the actual story <laughs> is way fucking hardcore. Yeah, it's still pretty crazy. Pat yeah. has like video of the of the of the truck backing into his car. Yeah. And it just cuts off right before the time he gets out and he goes, What the fuck? <laughs> 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 but but we're on to better a greener pastures yes, at okay, this point. Yeah. And we got a brand new uh or not well to us, brand new 2017 Ford Focus. And <laughs> it's red, and it's red. But it, yeah. I said I think it says on the paperwork it says like a off color and uh we we're we liked how it wasn't just like a regular cherry red. Like sure. it's like a yeah. deeper yeah, color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh we Dom kept referring to it as a her. So I said, well, I was like, so I was like, okay, so we're doing this now. We're, we're, might as well name it. What do you want to name it? Right. And she goes, Ruby. And I said, oh, like Ruby, don't take your love to town. <laughs> <laughs> and I played for her for the first time that song. Did you play it in the car? In the car. Was it the first song in the car? It was the first song See, in the car. I love this shit. See, yeah. there's a big deal. It's a yeah, big deal. Like, a big what, deal. What's the first song that you play in your new car? Ruby, It's a, don't take your love, love to, to town. town was okay. the first ever full, like, hey. Check this shit out. What did she think of it? Uh, she was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it kind of bums her out how sad this is. Yeah, it's is. not a, right. <laughs> but I think the story of it is funny enough that it counteracts it. So officially, our new car's name is Ruby. And I do suggest that if anybody is not familiar with the song, Ruby, don't take your love to town. Yeah. <laughs> I think either please or don't. I can't remember exactly, but yeah, it'll come either. up yeah. by Kenny Rogers. It is not only a very well-recorded song, very well-produced, sure. like most of Kenny Rogers' things, but uh, it, it is also wild-ass lyrics. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what's your connection? Well, I mean, just my dad was I a Kenny it. Rogers fan, and so, like, when uh, when he – well, actually, before he passed, I mean, his record collection was bequeathed to me, and so, you know, you know. Was that in it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have every I have almost I shouldn't say every I have almost every record Kenny Rogers ever ever made. Do you have the, like, the duets to like islands? In the oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I yeah. And so like I grew up like listening to like like Kenny Rogers as part of like was the was the playlist. And, He's smooth as hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. But that but that song in particular is is I've I've. I've heard people joke about it in the past, you know what yeah. I mean? But this was this was one of those things where I was so happy that I knew that immediately. Yeah, like, it was like perfect. Yeah. And the weird encyclopedic again, I don't know a lot of math. I'm not great with reading, writing, understanding, all that shit. But boy, you say the word Ruby, I'm like, Oh, just like the song by Kenny Rogers. Yeah, yeah. Ruby, don't take yeah. your love to town. Yeah. Got it. Boop you're, beep boop boop. You're an idiot savant. <laughs> oh yeah. But look, man, that's the that's the best part about it. And I, I will say this about Kenny Rogers is that like you, you know, it's fun to make fun of like a lot of like music and artists and stuff like that. But like the reality is is that there's just like just like if you know, there's always something in you know, for everybody for jujitsu, for instance. But like in music in particular, look, here's the thing about Kenny Rogers. You can't beat his timing. Yeah. He's yeah. got great timing. Listen to him sing songs. He's got he's got a, a an innate ability to understand rhythm and timing, and the way he delivers his his uh, song lyrics are it's unmatched. And a great auditory like vocal fry before that was a really popular like his yeah yeah his exactly. vocalization of his vocal fry like his yeah like some of the great lyrical humming I've ever heard my especially exactly. in that song because you could right because you could I I totally agree and I, I think maybe that's probably more to what I was saying truly like, using he, his voice as an instrument it was an like, instrument exactly yeah. and you're like uh, right because 
and not scatting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like right. going boom, gang, gang, boom. Yeah. He's like, it was like, it's a weird, it was almost like, again, it was like an or, like orchestral type of like, like he was uh, harmonizing with himself. Yeah. It, like I said, it, it's and not, incredible. and it's not like a, it's not a trick. I'm saying like the, that effect that he was doing. Yeah. It was, yeah. It's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. It's a way to yeah. take a smoky voice and really fucking stretch it over yeah. decades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just keep going. And just keep and going. Keep making and records. And keep making moms wet years yeah, after year years. after year. Yeah. <laughs> because guess what? Your your dad was a fan, but your mom was probably a fan <laughs> fucking too, Because my mom was always a Every time we said Kenny Rogers, my mom would go, ooh, Kenny Rogers. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Are you ready to get into our next segment? Kenny <laughs> Rogers. Well, ask a black belt. Okay, ask a black belt. longest time you've uh, had uh, to take off the mats and i'm assuming this is funny that he asked a follow-up uh uh what was the scenario because I, I don't know if he was assuming you were going to be like four months next question <laughs> like some kind of <laughs> I mean, is there like, a story behind it some yeah. some quarterback after it but yeah what yeah, was the longest I, time you have to take off yeah the mats? i probably like what okay so the if the question is how long have i ever had to take off the mats or how long did i ever take off the mats yeah, like like uh like had to take off. Like, what was the scenario? Like, either either maybe by choice by saying like, oh, I can't do this. I got to focus on other stuff. Yeah, or yeah. jujitsu isn't for me. <laughs> like, I quit jujitsu. Um, I say so. There's never been a time like short of like being sick. Like, if I if I have a cold or something, like you know, I'm not going to spread it around the gym. Like, yeah. you know. But in terms of like injury, if that's ever if that's ever the, the the question, I've never taken time off. Really, never. So if I'm injured, I find another way around to be there and to teach or to provide in some form, like you know, good good fellowship, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> jujitsu. Buffer. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I, you know, the most, the most egregious injuries I've had in my years of doing uh, uh, martial arts is broken ribs, and it's just because there's no way around it. Like yeah, you, you can't, have to take time off. You yeah. can't. Yeah, I mean, there's just nothing you can do about it. You broke a rib, like it's, it's, um, it's debilitating. And that could be life threatening though if you continue to roll. Sure, like, that I mean, puncture. yeah, yeah, and I'm not like I'm like I can. I do some idiotic things, but like I think for the most part, I'm not that stupid. That's like, just that's ver that's like drinking poison. Like that's like knowingly putting sure. your life at risk. Like, yeah, that, exactly. Because it's, it's a what? matter of time. Like it doesn't matter how good you are, somebody's gonna get to your ribs. Yeah, it's somehow. gonna happen, yeah. right? And it's yeah, and so, but I mean, but even in those cases, like I'll I'll still find a way to be at the gym and participating in it any capacity that I can. So in terms of time off, like I'm usually not taking time off. There was a period of time where I focused a lot on powerlifting, and I, I'd say it was about a year where like my exposure to jujitsu was very limited, and it got so bad for me. Um, so I should I should say this first first of all, David, like I will never regret the time that I spent powerlifting because it created a very strong base um, that I still feel I don't lift today, but like I still have the benefits of lifting. Um, and so I'm, I'm a huge advocate of, of lifting, but 
that time period made me so hungry for jujitsu and to get back on the mat and to to roll like that eventually i just couldn't take, i couldn't take it anymore <laughs> like, i'm sure i'm sure he was not assuming that that was going to be your answer yeah i know longest time Nobody i ever was. took off was so i could do a fucking more not uh, a, <laughs> more working e- out <laughs> yeah more working out like i was going to say an equally badass thing it's not equally as badass it's not equally as badass but it, but it is still like it is yeah. equally working out for sure yeah <laughs> like yeah yeah so like from the time i started my martial arts career up until today I've never taken any time off, significant time off, like training hmm. in, Interesting. Any, in any way. So that's, you know, whatever it's been. I don't know. 13, 14 A long years. fucking 14, time. <laughs> been longer than that. Yeah. Wow. No, guess how old's my, my eldest son is 14 and a half. So, and I started before him. So o- almost 15 years. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, another question here from Joe. Uh, listener Joe asks. <laughs> <laughs> listener Joe asks. <laughs> if you could do... A uh, one-month tour opening for any band, who would it be? Oh, damn, man. Any band. God damn you, Joe. It sounds like, uh, it's, I think he's just bringing uh, band business to the, to, to the podcast. Saying yeah, like, I know exactly who I would I would open for. It would be uh, Tim Barry. Tim Barry. Yeah, I would open for Tim Barry. Any relation to Todd Barry? No. Tim Barry is the lead singer or the former lead singer of Avail. And he started a solo career mm-hmm. uh, making acoustic music, and it's phenomenal music. Um, and I love it. And I just, you know, I have a I have a very, you know, peripheral relationship with him, but he's somebody that, like, if you write to him, he writes back to you. And I have, and I've kept in contact with him, and I say contact, you know, I mean, it, it, with him for, at this point, it's been, what, like, it's not like a once a week Sunday call. No, thing, but it's, but it's no, over the years. But over the years, it's got to be at least twenty five years. That's awesome. That's yeah. good though. Like that's that's important to have that with with people that you idolize or respect I their work. One hundred percent idolize them. Yeah. Now with him doing, did he did solo like acoustic stuff? Yeah, solo acoustic stuff. Yeah. I, am, I I admittedly I don't do a lot of uh, um, acoustic shows. A lot sure. of times, um, the I think the one time I ever saw uh, like an acoustic act come out like. Uh, to open for other bands, sure, they were acoustic, but the other bands were like electric. So sure, kind of, sure. kind of hard to open up and be like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Right, right. <laughs> Turns out it was Dashboard Confessional, and I was heckling him the whole time. That's great. I'm and glad then, you <laughs> told me this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, I was just like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Like, get the fuck off this guy. <laughs> Which and, is always appropriate. But there were so I didn't realize it. There were so many people there for him. Of course, <laughs> opening, oh, and I was yeah. just like, oh. I was like, who the fuck is? Yeah. Everywhere. Oh my god. Oh my god. Shut and it was just him up. with just his fucking guitar. Yeah. So I. No. It, so a, a lot of times, as far as tours or anything like that, is there like, is it all acoustic acts usually? Like, if this guy, if you were he, to see Tim, yeah. I or mean, what he, did you just? No, see him? no. I saw him. I actually saw him at the the last time I saw Tim was at the uh, Stoked for Summer Festival in in uh, New Jersey. Okay. And it was like you know it was the Flatliners, it was the Bouncing Souls, it was you oh, know wow. I mean it was. You know, and he played a set in there, and it was a fucking awesome set. Now, d- did the other band play just... full electric sets? And oh, yeah. Like, okay, so oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. So, no, so he, he, can, he can hold his own. Oh, yeah. Like, with, okay. it's fucking Tim Berry, man. I mean, he 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 was the lead singer and, uh, in one of the punkest bands ever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He was in, uh, I mean, he was a veil, you know? like And so, but his music is, is very, like, it's charged like that. So, so my answer to Joe whoever you are I listener don't know. joe listener joe yeah. is i would uh, i would like to open 
for Tim Barry. I'll Open. go to that show. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah, I trust dude. your judgment. Oh, like so good. It's yeah. one of those things where again, it's like it's like the same thing. You tell me to check out this guy that goes into the ADHD or whatever. He goes into the Hall of Fame. Uh, <laughs> ADCC. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. The Abu Dhabi yeah. Combat Club. Yeah, yeah. ADHD. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's Andre Gaval. Yep. Yeah, I'm there. Hey, I trust you. That guy is. He's legit. Yeah, he'll, yep. he'll fight that 65 year old lady. Super fight. That's right. Next, <laughs> the first ever 6 a.m. Invitational. Yes. <laughs> Betty versus Andre. <laughs> Be there. Be, be there. <laughs>